All right, welcome to the uh, Nobody Cares podcast, our first time live on YouTube. I am uh, Casey Peterson. I'm John Andrews. I'm Mike Frazier. And uh, we thank you for joining today. Uh, nobody cares about Facebook ad privacy. I think that's what we're talking about. Nobody cares. So do you care about Facebook ad privacy, Mike, really? Not, not so much ad privacy. Um, you know, I remember uh, back in the day when my daughter uh, secretly joined MySpace. And, and secretly? Yeah, she, we, told her, no, we told her no. We and, monitor that stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> talking, about, talking about ad privacy. But it just, <laughs> felt like privacy. The, <laughs> it just felt like the whole internet was in our house back then. You know, it was like the first time it was like the barrier was broken. And um, and then, you know, once we kind of accepted it, accepted it, um, I convinced her to move away from MySpace and get on um, Facebook because it seemed more like locked down and secure, which is mm -hmm. kind of funny, which leads us to what we're talking about today <laughs> when when it seems to be exploiting. Um, I don't know, like it doesn't exploit stuff in my house, but now I have Alexa in my house and is, you know, is it listening to me? I don't know if I'd feel comfortable having a Facebook box in my house. I, I, I feel more secure with Amazon, I guess, but I don't know. It's like another hurdle um, that my family and I were, were discussing not too long ago. So I think this conversation on our end came about because uh, a couple days ago I came in in the morning and I said, you know what, three times in a row in about the last five or six days, my wife and I have been sitting on the couch, Facebook is open, she's sitting scrolling through Facebook while we're just talking about our day and stuff we have to do tomorrow and scheduling and all that, you know, exciting stuff that married people talk about. And, uh, and then within minutes, we're served an ad for the thing we're talking about. So um, Facebook's listening to you. And, and that's, you know, the first time she said, look at this, I, we were just talking about this. Isn't that creepy as Facebook listening? And I said, absolutely not. They're not listening while yeah. we talk and serving an ad. And then the second time it happened, I was like, you know, that's, that's kind of a creepy coincidence. But the third time in a row, I actually began to question, is Facebook listening to us and uh, and serving us ads up? I honestly don't know at this point. Do you think they are? I think probably not. I'm going to say it wouldn't surprise me, but wouldn't I think probably not. Wouldn't surprise me. I would say probably not, too. What do you think, Mike? Um, so... When you guys were talking, was your phone open? Is that how? Yeah, Facebook was open. We were just scrolling through the phone and talking, you know, scrolling through Facebook on our phone, uh, her phone specifically, and then uh, and then talking about other stuff, and we were served an ad. Now, John and I made, ran a test where we talked a lot about Green Egg, <laughs> and with both of us, with our Facebook open, Neither one well, of us have ever gotten now, targeted ad for Green Egg. To now, I, we, there's a disclaimer there, though. We were talking about the fact that we were testing the system. True. Right? Oh. So, and <laughs> I mentioned Casey this morning. I said, look, you know, Nick Bostrom in Superintelligence says, look, when AI becomes aware, it's highly likely that it will mask the fact that it's aware because it would realize that would freak us out. And so until it can build the Terminators to come kill us, 
uh, it'll just act like it's not not smart. So right. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't even know, right? So I said, so maybe because we were talking about the fact that you know we were we were game, we were we were testing to see if we we're going to get green egg ads or green egg content. Um, that that it, it didn't service any ads. So I'm still suspicious. <laughs> I um I think you actually made the point that morning when we were talking about it that Facebook knows so much about us already. And you know, probably eight, seven or eight years ago, I was at South by Southwest and MasterCard was on a panel about uh kind of data engineering and uh data mining. And they made the statement that they can tell what couples are going to be divorced 18 months before they actually get divorced. In many cases, 18 months before they've even, or at least several months before they've even discussed divorce. So did, did they know Bezos and his wife were getting, getting a divorce? I don't know. Maybe. I'm they sure. They just, just announced that. Today. Really? Yeah. I missed it. That's Man. sad. That's sad. That's sad. But it totally makes sense, right? Because uh, maybe you're... Maybe your marriage is going downhill and you start some new kind of spending pattern. Yep. You know? it, well, it absolutely makes sense. And so if you think about outside of money, you think about all of the data that Facebook has on us, location data. It knows where we're at. It knows where we post from. It knows the types of content that we interact with. It knows types of things we're interested in. It knows a lot about our uh, socioeconomic status and, um, and hobbies and uh, um culture and that sort of thing. Mind, mind that if you ever look at Facebook and uh, see what it has on you, it uh, associates with you with uh, an ethnic affinity. Uh, mine is African-American. I don't know if you know that. It, uh, it's very clearly stated that my ethnic affinity is African-American. So it's always spot on. But, but these times, um, these times it was spot on. And I, and I wonder if it's measured some other interaction, some other me metric. That says you're interested in this thing. You were yeah, and about. so right. it, it, it already made the decision that we were in a, in a buying phase for, for something, for a service. And, and it was just a coincidence that we ended up discussing, hey, we have to go do this. We need to make this phone call. At the same time, Facebook made that same conclusion. Yeah. It, what do you, it all seems like a stretch. But. What do you think, Mike? Um, I'm like 50-50. I, I, you know, I see a lot of people <laughs> putting tape over their, their uh, the, the front uh, camera on their phones and stuff. And, you know, I, I, think, I think those things are spying. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have several Alexa in the office. Alexa? Alexa? Alexis? Alexis? We have several in the office, and, and one of our co-founders and chairman, uh, uh, is terrified of them. He, he, he will unplug them from time to time. I'm like, you know, when the Alexa doesn't work, I look, oh, it's unplugged. Like, what's going on? Is your Alexa going off? Yeah, it's like, Alexa, stop. <laughs> there you go. That's so awesome. But yeah, it, you know, it's uh, it, it's interesting. And so he's, you know, he'll say that. He's like, oh, no, I don't trust that thing. Alexa's, Alexa's listening to me. I'm like, brother, you got an iPhone? He's like, yeah, yeah, but I turned that off. I'm like, oh, you turned it off. You're good. <laughs> right. Although I do kind of want to turn the microphone off, microphone access to the Facebook app off at this point, just in case. Yeah. Well, I, I took another step. So, you know, I haven't said anything about this because I, I criticize people for um, posting on Facebook that they're leaving Facebook. Oh, here comes uh, the big announcement. 
but just just do it. Like if you're do, we don't care. So you heard it here first, folks. The big announcement: John Andrews has left. I have Facebook. not left Facebook, but I did take the Facebook app off my phone. I have access. I left Messenger because some people only communicate through Messenger, which is whatever. Um, but I, uh, I I left it on my computer, but I'm intentionally not interacting anymore. Right. Um, so so I haven't left Facebook, but I'll tell you, with it off my phone, and I had turned off alerts a few months ago just because it was just stupid. Yep. But it's free. Like there's so much more time and energy for other stuff. And it, you know, it really prompted um, somebody asked a great question. I'm sorry, I forget who it was, but it was a great question. I think it's Chris Whittle. Uh, mm -hmm. Chris Whittle said uh, uh, had asked a question. He said, "Okay, so so look, not trying to stir the pot, but what uh, social network alternatives are, would be a great alternative for Facebook?" You know, and it was a really great conversation. And you know, in, in our communities, it was LinkedIn, and you know, a, a, a few people had said Medium, which but which I agree with. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about, nobody cares. <laughs> so I, I, think it's, I, I think before we move on from Facebook, it's important to talk about what you're, as an advertiser, so all, all of this is necessitates an advertiser actually wanting to put money behind some of these things. So it's, it's possible we didn't get a green egg ad because green egg isn't interested in advertising. So next right week, now. next week, next Monday, when we come in, let's let's search for Green Egg and see if we get spammed. <laughs> there you go. Because then then we'll then we can test we'll test that so, too. I uh, <laughs> but so Facebook obviously has a lot of data that it targets ads off of that aren't available to us as marketers and advertisers. We can pick uh, behavioral interests and job titles and uh, industries that you're in. Um, you can do a little bit with kind of lifestyle things like parents and uh, they've removed a lot of things around uh, kind of economic status and that sort of thing targeting around that. Um, they don't let you target around uh, medical conditions. But that doesn't mean that when you turn on, uh, hey, Facebook, I want you to optimize now. Here's, here's kind of the loose set of parameters that I want to target on. Um, now, Facebook, I want you to optimize based on who is most likely to buy my service. So there's a level of intelligence, and I, and I really hate the artificial intelligence word, but there's a level of, of, uh, of intelligence that happens. Pattern recognition. Pattern recognition where um, they, their programs automatically look and see, well, who is most likely to, to buy these things? And that's based off a ton of data that we don't have access to. Yeah. And no one has access to but Facebook. But they, so, can, they can look within their data sets and the interaction between people who are, are doing them. So is it that possible that one of the signals is that they're listening, the microphone's on while I'm while I'm talking and I say, hey, I'm, I really need to get my car service tomorrow. I've got to find a place to do it. And then all of a sudden I get an ad for a local car shop mechanic that will for oil changes. Is that possible? I think it's entirely possible um, without us as advertisers or marketers ever really understanding um, whether so and that and that makes it highly unlikely that we'll ever actually know for sure. Sure. Nor that even if they were doing it, you could prove it. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty easygoing when it comes to giving up some privacy, but I don't know if I want listening to my conversation. That's way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, the robot's going to kill us anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> any conversation that happens like after 10 at night is <laughs> it's not something you probably want blasted to, uh, to all of America at some nope. point. <laughs> or at three in the afternoon for that. For that I'm night. really excited about it. In about 15 years, I think we're going to have a presidential race where a whole bunch of Alexa recordings come out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's going to happen. Alexa's going to choose the president. That's a little scary. Possible. <laughs> but possible. But possible. Uh, so speaking of, um, we are... Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we're we're talking about uh, we're talking about voice and voice recognition and uh, and Alexa. It's a great time to move into um, what do y'all think is the the place that voice fits into shopping? Because I'm curious. I've never purchased something by voice yet. What do you think, Mike? Um. I think I've ordered batteries uh, from Amazon uh, just just as a it's an important purchase, and um, I got Amazon batteries. I didn't I didn't specify a brand, and they 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 sent me a box with Amazon batteries in it, and they work. Um, <laughs> okay, <battery. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you know, it, it's interesting when you think about that. Um, I order things from from Alexa. Um, in in uh, I haven't ordered from anything else, but I see some of the the pathways getting there. I'm sure that's going to happen soon. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we were testing the near me um, voice uh, uh, stuff yesterday um, for pizza. Like, mm -hmm. right, so you, you think about you, you think about uh, all of the logistical systems that are coming together. There's a great article today that um, uh, Honda is integrating. Um, MasterCard and PayPal into its uh, onboard payments system. Interesting. I'm like, I didn't even know I had an onboard payment system. Who knew? Totally makes sense. You're right. sitting in the drive through at Chick fil A and you click a button on your dash and you pay it. Of course. Right? That. So, <laughs> so the logistics, as the logistics come together, you know, yesterday we were, we were um, writing an article about near me searches and, and, and thinking about how, um, you know, near me has become a very important search term because people, mm -hmm. people want stuff near them. And, and uh, if you look at most products or services today, one of the drop down things that come in Google are uh, are near me. So so that's a sign that people are searching that. Um, what was interesting is, as we looked at that in voice, um, at least for Siri, the same data set, was, it was pulling the same data set as Google. Mm -hmm. Right. So we, we look at pizza near me via Siri and pizza near me via Google and got the same uh, net result, which was Capital Creations Pizza, which is a local pizza place near us, which simply has more content and relevance with how Google's algorithm works anyway uh, for us. And mm -hmm. so when you know you see a lot this land rush of people going, oh, I got to make a got to make a chat bot. I got to make a. Uh, I got to make a, a Alexa skill, whatever, and forgetting that 
those algorithms, sorry, those algorithms are still going to be driven by the visible content that yeah. exists. Uh, so, so the the content that exists today, if I do a, a desktop search or a mobile search, uh, is going to be is, is essentially going to drive the same thing as voice. Yeah, I, I get it. Alexa skill is cool and sexy and all that, but if I am wanting to order batteries, um, Amazon's probably going to control that for its batteries and then what's popular, and it's going to make a determination on that based on what it can see. Siri. Uh, uh, Google Home, other platforms are going to use other data sets. Those are all going to be uh, predicated on the content that exists, not right. how you game the system. Like it's it's SEO uh, black hat part duh for voice. Mm -hmm. I, think. I find as a customer though, when I order off of um, Amazon, is I almost have to find my own voice. How do I order? You know, there's like a, like a black uh, void there. Like, how do I order? Stuff? What are my choices? You know, it's, it's almost a little, uh, almost a little intimidating. Uh, you know, because you're talking. You know, you know, in a room, by yourself, ordering. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm used to just hitting buttons. I. Uh, I you know, I can see myself using Alexa for anything that I would use a dash button for. And, and we're, we're big users of dash buttons. I, I like yeah. having them in the house. They're, they're really easy. Um, we have everything from laundry detergent to trash bags and toilet paper. I mean, all the, the stuff, the stuff, the stuff you need right. in your house that you typically forget when you go to the grocery store, there's a button. To automate all that stuff. Prom now shows up in two hours. Fantastic. What's the, where's the <laughs> downside? I push a button. And uh, so we, we love those. I can see using Alexa for that because it probably would know what I want, right? Like it would, it would know like what my preferred brand of trash bag is. Um, I think it's increasingly going to be duplex too. Yeah. You know, as voice gets smarter, you're going to have a conversation about it. Yeah, so, Hey, true. Hey Alexa, uh, you know, I need to, I need to replenish my pantry. Alexa's going to go, well, I know you have this stuff. Do you, have you ever seen the Alexa wand? I've seen it, yes. <laughs> we set Mike's Alexa off. <laughs> I got to mute her. <laughs> so we, got, we have the wand, and the idea is you're, you scan the barcodes as they go into your pantry or in your refrigerator, and then Alexa kind of knows, or, or Amazon kind of knows what you got, and then can kind of suggest things, or if you automate it, it can just automate stuff, mm -hmm. which I'm all for automation. I think it's people get more comfortable with that. Do you really want to think about trash bags? No, of course not. I, uh, I've just never used the mental cycles to figure out how long I need to, yeah. for, to do a trash bags on replacement. So, but if, like, if Alexa could figure that out for me. Well, it, it, it can. So, so, so I'm good. Subscribe and save is really cool because you go and you set everything up. And um, even though Jet.com had some amazing proprietary technology that got you to order more stuff, which is the biggest <laughs> bullshit ever. Um, uh, it, they'll give you, if you put six or more items on replenishment, they'll do it at 15% because they want to match order right. stuff. And then what you got to do is tweak a little bit to, to get your order, you get your timings right. And cause you can set some things on a month or two months or six months or you know whatever. And then, you know, Amazon really likes it cause they can start batching things that mm -hmm. they send you. So 
you'll get your trash bags will show up with a pair of shoes you ordered or something, whatever. whatever. Uh, but the technology is going to begin to suggest to you, uh, especially as it has some way of knowing what you got, uh, which is which is coming with you know electronic product codes and other things, for it to be able to just automate. I, you can see all of CPG. Right, anything that you buy as a consumable in ten years being automated, I can absolutely see that. I think one of the things that I'm that I'm interested to see how it plays out is, you know, here at Photify, we think a lot about um, where content fits into the consumer path to purchase, and 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 how that affects different paths to purchase. Because uh, in store is obviously very different than online, and and um, Voice is going to be significantly different than either one of those. Uh, I think it, there's still a lot to think about about how we fit into the path to purchase with voice, about how anyone fits into that path to purchase, really. Um, but I'm, I'm also really curious, too, about I don't. So when Alexa came out, it was very clear that one of the primary things that you do with it is you buy stuff. The path, I've attempted to buy things with Google Home and failed every time. Yeah, I haven't been able to do anything. Um, and so, I, so Google just announced uh, uh, in the last couple of days that um, they're adding Google Assistant to to everything, everywhere. It's going in Google Maps so that everyone with Google Maps on their iPhone can have Google Assistant. So it's going to become um, very ubiquitous, maybe even more ubiquitous than Alexa. But is uh, is it actually going to impact the types of buying behaviors that Alexa does because I know I can use Alexa to buy something. Mm -hmm. I know I can not only use it to buy something from Domino from from Amazon, but I can buy Domino's pizza with it too. Sure. I can buy lots of stuff with it. Um, I don't know that about Google Home and the process of getting Google Home set up to buy something from one of these third party sites is is it's just ridiculous. No one's going to do it. They, they'll solve that problem, don't you think? Well, they they have to, but I, I mean, I see the big push they're doing, but they haven't solved the problem yet, right? right? Like, so well, do what I is the use case of these other things? If if you want something that is that does all all of the stuff Google Home does plus purchase things, so that it actually becomes an assistant for your life, seems like you would pick Alexa. But um, I, I'm interested to see how. The, I don't even know what Siri does. Like, you can play stuff off iTunes, right, on the HomePod. That's about it. But. Uh, uh, I'm interested in where, where Google Home is going to end up at. I, I feel like Siri, is, I, would, I was really impressed with that interaction with Siri yesterday. Uh, and so you tell they're definitely thinking about it, mm -hmm. right? Of course, of course they are, right? Because everybody, you know, I'm sure the people at Apple are, are going, hey, Alexa, you know, send me Frosted Flakes. Right. Uh, because it's easy. And they're like, maybe we should do that. Um, the, the voice search for pizza near me yesterday was interesting because Siri then responded with, do you want me to give you directions or do you want me just call? Right? Yep. So you can imagine we're not far off from Siri actually knowing that I want a half pepperoni, half Hawaiian pizza and just ordering that for me. So I don't have to do that. Right. You know? So Michael love that. You know, one thing with Siri, why is she synced up with Yelp? Is that still, is that still, um, Part of I still get Yelp review, Siri, for sure. That's a zero, right, in my book. I, <laughs> I hate that shit. I, you know what? And it's it's third parties like Yelp 
you know, that are ruining the damn internet. I'm calling you yeah. out, you know, that are ruining the damn internet for people. I don't want Yelp. If I want Yelp, I'll go to freaking Yelp. I know how to get there. What I want is content from Capital Creations or Pizza Hut or Domino's or whatever, not what the F Yelp thinks about it. <laughs> right. Sorry. And another thing with Google Home. YouTube trip advisor. With, with Google Home, um, I had one issue with them is I couldn't sync my my G Suite calendars with Google Home. So I, I, I could get it to work with Amazon and Alexa, but now with Google Home. And I, I talked to a, a, a Google person about that. I'm like, and they're like, well, just use your personal Gmail. I go, I don't have a personal Gmail. I got one, one, one email from my business at G Suite. And I don't want to use a personal email. Yeah, so I, that's weird. That's a, that is really obnoxious. I, I give yeah. up. I gotta tell you, the the Waze calendar integration is one of the best parts of my life. Yeah, right? Waze because, is one of the best. Because, in general, it's one of the best parts last, of my life. Like, you know, like uh, Casey and I've been doing F forty five, and you see how buff we are, right? For sure. And. Um, so I love it. You know, I schedule an F45 class. It's like, you want to set a reminder? Boom, set a reminder, goes my calendar. I get I get a Waze alert the night before. You know, I've got to go to my go to my um, my F45 class. It says, hey, uh, you have a 6 o'clock class tomorrow. You need to leave at, mm -hmm. at 5.42 to get there. And then that morning, I'll get up and says, hey, you know, traffic's not as bad. Uh, you don't need to leave at 5.48. It's so awesome. Right. And you, yep. you can imagine like where that's going to go with with. Hey, by the way, you're going right by CVS. We know you need uh, um, toilet paper. You're you're out. Toilet paper. I don't right. toilet paper. You're out of toilet paper. It's on replenishment. <laughs> it's on replenishment. <laughs> I don't order toilet paper. I'm really proud about that, but I do not think about toilet paper. We, we just use the dash button. We're good. That, but that works too. But then I got to go. You got to push. I do all that work. We got to move to replenishment. Jetson, for sure, man. George Jetson's fingers. Oh, I had to, to push the button three <laughs> times today. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Mike. Well, you gonna you gonna order something else from Alexa, or try to figure out Google Home? You know, I, I just ordered um, batteries for my alarm for, for our house alarm. Uh, some of the sensors were getting low, and uh, I um, I got those uh, two days later. It was great. I um, put them put them in and and uh, then I sat there and stared at my wife. I'm like, man, I don't I don't I don't remember the command for Alexa to turn my alarm on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fire the app up. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Do you see Amazon's uh, announcement yesterday that they've 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 integrated with one of their uh, uh, automatic garage door products that they sell? Mm -hmm. To now, one of the choices you can have when you place your Amazon order is to integrate with your garage door. Oh yeah, there. it lets your Amazon driver drop the stuff off inside your garage. I thought it was brilliant. I love that idea, and and instantly I I shared it, and instantly some people started that. Well, my garage is pretty messy. I'm like, well, clean it up. <laughs> like, you know, that makes I thought it was a great idea. Garage. I think it's a great idea. It's really, you know, it's it's rare that you have a house that's not locked off. Like sure. no, no one that gets into your garage probably going to rob your house, not easily anyway. There's not much in my garage that you really want. You have a nice car. Look, it's, <laughs> not, it's not there if I'm not home. Right. 
and we've got a garage fridge, so you could actually put my perishables and stuff in there. They probably they steal that sweet baby Jesus. Oh, they would steal my sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> and I've got a little pumpkin in there too. Um, really, my favorite thing with um, with with voice is uh, Belkin's Wemo products, and um, you know I can just turn on lights all in my house just by uh, you know giving an order and instruction and like Alexa, turn office off. There we go. Dang. Look at I, that. I love Wemo. I'm all about Wemo. I love that. Alexa, turn office on. All right. There we go. Is that coming through the plug, Mike? That's not like uh, Hugh. Yeah, that's a plug. That's cool. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. So I wish I was good friends with, with uh, the CMO of uh, Belkin. <laughs> right. Oh, wait. I am. I just don't get free shit. <laughs> Some of that. <laughs> need to work on that. <laughs> I do. I like, all right. Come on, Mike is Mike's got all he gets all the stuff. Any uh, any parting thoughts, John and Mike? Um I know personally I will be ordering more and more via voice um the more I get comfortable doing it like anything else. Um and I think it's very cool but at the same time I'm, you know, is it listening to us when we're in our kitchen talking about stuff? I don't know. I'm, uh, we, we have a, but we have both now I've got an Alexa and, um, does anybody have the Apple thing? Pop. No, nobody has that. Somebody's <laughs> got one. I'm an Apple guy and I have not, that's one thing I have not. They, they, have, they have not, but you know, I think about it cause I was thinking about the Honda payment thing, right? Mm -hmm. Do you need the Apple pod if you got Siri right here? Right. No. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious at how the, the ecosystems are going to build out. Um, you know, when you start thinking about uh, Android Auto um, and, the, and how Google connects with your car yeah. um, and then, you know, all the things it can, can connect with in your, in your normal life, um, purchases you can make, whatever you can make there, uh, you know, all the integrations that it does. Uh, are are different. Like Alexa is not going to be in our car, but is there a actually uh, Alexa just got added to a car yesterday? Everybody's at CES, so of course, yeah, of course there's shit. always something. But they just added, and, and I thought about that with the Honda. The same thing with the Honda payment is my. I just got a new car, and it's got uh, Apple Play in it, right, or whatever it's called. Yep, uh, CarPlay, and um, you you got to imagine a time when a car is just a a terminal right and all the tech is coming from your it's like a, it's like a tesla mm -hmm. all, all your tech just you have the you know you have the honda app and it just updates your glass and you know it changes you put your air conditioner buttons where you want them and whatever i mean you don't really need the tech in the car right it seems like a and and i thought the same thing about the uh, you know alexa and google home i don't really need it because i can do it all on the phone but or on my watch Whatever. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I mean, I like using it as an in-house intercom. No, I, I, oh well, I mean, no, no, that, that is that is. I go find the kids when it's dinner time. The, yeah, that that is the main use in, in our household. And of course, uh, both of them are probably listening to you just like Facebook is uh, to sell you more stuff. Um, and uh, and on some level, if they give me stuff that I need and I don't have to think about it, 
I guess it's not that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> whatever. So that, I, I just figured out how they're going to automate your toilet paper. They're going to hear us talking about it? No, they're going to know when you go to the bathroom. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, Casey, oh, I think you're out too, of toilet paper. <laughs> too much information, Facebook. And Alexa is right out, out in the hallway there. It knows, it knows when you're going in there. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Especially because you're telling, telling Alexa to turn on the bathroom. Well, this has been fun. I like our first video show. I don't, nobody cares, obviously, but. Hey, people will care eventually. Somebody will care. Somebody's going to care. Right. My mom will listen to it. Thanks, thanks for watching and, uh, and listening if you're on the audio podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace out.